Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Doctor Who is one of the most successful television franchises in history, and over its 50 plus year history, 57 actually, as of the other day, it's touched on comedy and romance, war and genocide, drama, suspense and thriller tropes, so you really never know what's going to be thrown at you next. That's really not a bad trait for a show with almost infinite longevity. The fact the main character can be recast is brilliant, but also kind of risky. Sometimes it's hard for fans to switch to a new Doctor. There always seems to be this cycle of, I don't like this new Doctor, and then I love them, and then I don't want them to go, and then, you know, the cycle repeats and repeats. And that's why crossovers are sometimes incredibly important. Just because one version of the Doctor dies and is replaced with another, that doesn't mean they can't meet, right? Well, they can, thanks to the wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey nature of the Hooniverse. Crossover episodes and comics do the impossible. One version of a Doctor meets another, or multiple Doctors all meet together, or a version of the Doctor and their companions end up in a completely different franchise's universe. Every time this happens, the fans of both sides, or just the Doctor Who side if it's all Doctor Who, will gobble it up. So these are 10 of the best crossovers that we've ever had. They're not the only ones, but they are the best. My name is Rich, welcome to Who Culture, and these are the 10 best Doctor Who crossovers ever. Number 10, Star Trek The Next Generation slash Doctor Who Assimilation Squared. In this eight-issue miniseries, the 11th Doctor, Amy, and Rory find themselves coming face-to-face -face with the crew of the USS Enterprise D. This crossover takes place between the Star Trek The Next Generation episodes The Outcast and Cause and Effect. When the Doctor lands a TARDIS on the ship's holodeck, a Federation planet was under attack from the Borg and the Cybermen's combined forces. As soon as the Doctor lands in the Star Trek universe, his memories suddenly jolt back into place and he remembers his fourth incarnation, Tom Baker, partying hard with Captain Kirk. The Doctor and Captain Jean-Luc Picard meet one another and soon discover the alliance between two of their most ruthless enemies. It isn't long before they agree to work together to defeat the Alliance, but the Cybermen have other plans. Almost immediately, the Cybermen betray and then turn on the Borg, they of which go to Captain Jean-Luc Picard and very hesitantly ask for help. And even more hesitantly, Captain Picard agrees. The Enterprise outfits its weapons with gold since the Cybermen are susceptible to it, and at the same time the Doctor travels to the past to gather a vital piece of Borg technology. Together the Doctor and Picard manage to defeat the Cybermen. And speaking of crossovers, very quick plug, very early on in the video I actually did this entry on a Star Trek crossovers list over on Trek Culture, very aptly named, much like here, so if you're a Star Trek nerd as well, why not go subscribe over there, tell Cleary I sent you. Number 9, The Stolen Earth and Journey's End. 
Doctor Who's 750th episode kicked off with a crossover of ridiculous proportions, crossing over Doctor Who, obviously, Torchwood, and the Sarah Jane Adventures. It closed up the fourth series of the Doctor Who reboot and tied up a few more dangling threads that were left over the course of the Russell T Davies era. The crossover begins when Earth and 26 other planets are stolen by the Daleks with Davros's help. The Doctor and Donna try to locate the missing Earth as they are then contacted by Jack Harkness, Martha Jones, Sarah Jane Smith and Rose Tyler, all with the hope of mounting a defence against the Daleks. The stolen Earth closes with the Doctor being shot by a Dalek and beginning to regenerate. At the beginning of Journey's End, the Doctor siphoned it off into a hand and the Metacrisis Doctor is later on born. The episode features Donna's final regular appearance, but that only comes after she absorbs some of that regeneration energy from the aforementioned Metacrisis Doctor, which gives her many of the Doctor's mental abilities, making her into the Doctor Donna. <sighs> the strain ultimately required all of the Doctor's memories to be stripped from her mind, or she would have died. And regarding the clone of David Tennant, the Metacrisis Doctor who is half-human, they go off with Rose into the parallel world, and they go and live a happy life together. It's all really nice. Unless you're Donna, who doesn't remember a thing. Number 8. The Lost Dimension The Lost Dimension is an absolutely incredible selection of graphic novels published by Titan back in 2018, and it features every single incarnation of the Doctor at the time facing off with a brand new enemy, the Void. I'm doing a workout, apparently. I've been running for the past ten and a half minutes. Cool. The content makes you lose weight. The comic features the return of Jenny, the Doctor's long-lost daughter, who was cloned from him before going off on her own. She's back and she has a terrifying message for the 12th Doctor, Nardole and Bill. The empty space between universes, otherwise known as the Void, is awake and is looking for a universe to eat. The Void threatens every single one of the Doctor's incarnations, apart from Jodie Whittaker, she wasn't in this, and the more recent few find themselves in some very strange and almost impossible situations. The 9th Doctor re-encounters the Silurian detective and leader of the Paternoster gang, Madame Vastra. The 10th Doctor faces off against cybernetic foes on a faraway space station, and the 11th travels beyond the universe to find an era of his civilization's ancient past. This comic takes everything Doctor Who has gone up against in the past and throws it all into the mix in an exciting and dangerous new adventure. The Lost Dimension is broken down into two volumes and it makes for a brilliant read. Number 7. A little help from my friends. The 13th Doctor's first crossover doesn't come in the form of a TV episode, but in a comic book published by Titan titled Doctor Who The 13th Doctor Season 2. Not only does the 13th Doctor come into contact with her past self, she comes into contact with him during one of his greatest adventures. During Blink, the 10th Doctor and Martha Jones were stuck in 1969, thanks to Weeping Angel, but their adventure wasn't shown in great detail during that episode. As a little help from my friends demonstrates, their time in the 60s was quite the adventure. The 13th Doctor, Yaz, Graham and Ryan made their way to New York City in 1969 to check out Woodstock, but the TARDIS had other ideas. Instead, they wind up in London, where they find the 10th Doctor and Martha. The two teams wind up working together to thwart a Weeping Angel takeover of London, and it's pretty epic. The first four issues of this series detail the timey-wimey shenanigans that get the 13th and the 10th Doctor together, and it's fantastic. And something this series should be praised for is it really dives deeper into Graham, Ryan and Yaz's character, something not even the TV show did. Number 6. Dimensions in Time Dimensions in Time is the first two-part story of Doctor Who that was broadcast since 1985's Revelation of the Daleks. 
This story was created to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Doctor Who and also to raise money for the BBC charity Children in Need. One of the show's main narrative features was that it incorporated a crossover of Doctor Who and EastEnders, effectively placing them in the same universe. The third through the seventh Doctors were all present, as were many of their companions. The first and second Doctors' pictures were used to include them due to the deaths of William Hartnell and Patrick Troughton. The plot revolves around the Rani creating a menagerie of creatures from all across time and space, and knowing that the Doctor will want to stop her, she places all of the Doctors at the time in a temporal trap. What made this program unique was that the plot was affected by the fans. They could call in to cast a vote to determine which two of the EastEnders characters would help the Doctor. In the end, Mandy Salter won over Big Ron with 53% of the vote. I have no idea who they are, I have never watched EastEnders in my life. Number 5. The Two Doctors while it's not atypical for the Doctor to cross paths with its past or future incarnation, normally it's to save the entire universe from destruction, not normally to save himself. But that's exactly what happens in The Two Doctors. The Sixth Doctor has to save the Second Doctor, as if the Second Doctor dies in full Back to the Future fashion, the Sixth, Fifth, Fourth and Third Doctors will obviously no longer exist, as will every Doctor since. In the story, the second Doctor and Jamie are on a mission given to them by the Time Lords to meet with Dastari, the head of projects on a space station. The Dastari is on the verge of discovering the secrets of time travel, but the experiment could destroy the fabric of time. The Sontarans attack and the Doctor is killed, which brings the tale to the sixth Doctor, who has a memory of his second incarnation dying. To ensure that doesn't happen, the Doctor contacts the Dastari for help, but things don't exactly go to plan. Ultimately, the Sixth Doctor finds his second incarnation and the two work together to stop an alien species from stealing a secret of the Time Lords with the help of the Santarans. If the Sixth Doctor fails, he will cease to exist, so they need to do everything in their power to save their own butts. Number 4. The Five Doctors For Doctor Who's 20th anniversary, the BBC commissioned a feature-length, fully-fledged, fully-fun episode, The Five Doctors, which, as the name suggests, features five incarnations of the Doctor. Richard Herndall portrayed the first Doctor as William Hartnell had unfortunately passed away by this point, Patrick Troughton and John Percy returned as the second and third Doctors, Peter Davison was there as the fifth, and Tom Baker appears in only recorded footage. He didn't actually come back for the special. When an unknown enemy uses a time scoop, the Doctor's first four incarnations are yanked from their respective time streams into the death zone on the Time Lord's homeworld of Gallifrey. In addition to the Doctors, Susan Foreman, Sarah Jane Smith and Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart all arrive, as do the Daleks, Cybermen, a Yeti and a Raston warrior robot. The fifth Doctor sensed a disruption in his time stream and he travelled to the death zone to find himself. The Doctors and their respective companions are forced to contend with the Master, the Daleks, the Cybermen, and more. As they move closer and closer to the Tomb of Rassilon, the secret of who brought them there and why begins to unfold. All five Doctors and their companions must all work together to try and thwart this unknown enemy. It is a lot of fun. I highly recommend watching it. Number 3. The Three Doctors You can see where these latter entries are going, can't you? When the 10th season of Doctor Who kicked off in 1973, it did so with a special broadcast in four parts. The special featured the Doctor's first three incarnations, John Pertwee playing the incumbent third Doctor, Patrick Troughton as the second, and William Hartnell, who was still alive at the time, as the first. In the special, the solar engineer known as Omega, who was the creator of the experiments that gave the Time Lords the ability to travel through time, seeks revenge. The Time Lords left Omega for dead in a universe made up entirely of antimatter, and since he wants his revenge, the Doctors, together, must stop him. The Time Lords recruit the Doctor from three separate time streams to help. When Omega begins to drain the Time Lords of their power, the Doctors show up in the nick of time to help the rulers of Gallifrey. The Three Doctors was the first Doctor Who crossover special to feature a Doctor's previous incarnation alongside the current actor. It is widely considered to be one of the greatest crossover episodes 
ever made. It was also novelized a couple of years later to flesh out more bits of the story to make the whole thing seem a lot more clear. If you've never read a novelization of a Doctor Who episode before, I highly recommend it. They really do add so much more to what is already potentially a brilliant episode. Number two, Time Crash. Time Crash was a short that took place just after the events of The Last of the Time Lords. The TARDIS begins to spin out of control and sound loads of alarms. The Doctor scrambling at the controls bumps into the Fifth Doctor. They end up locking eyes and having a you shouldn't be here moment. Ultimately, the 10th Doctor inherently knows how to fix the problem that causes their TARDISes to bring them together because he remembered watching himself fix the problem when he was the 5th Doctor. It's the bootstrap paradox all over again. It's all a bunch of wibbly-wobbly timey-wimey stuff and it's hilarious. It is only a couple of minutes long, but it worked on so many levels. There's so much more to what's going on in Time Crash than meets the eye, and it has to do with what these two actors' relationships are to each other. Now, many fans already know that David Tennant is married to Georgia Moffat, who played the Doctor's daughter in the fourth series of the reboot. Though her surname is Moffat, her father has a stage name. His real name is Peter Moffat, but he goes by Peter Davison. So that makes the fifth Doctor her father and the tenth Doctor her husband. Two doctors are father-in-law and son-in-law. It's so meta, it's unreal. And the fact that she also played the 10th Doctor's daughter while being the daughter of the 5th Doctor. It's all wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, and it's also real. That's super cool. And number one, the day of the Doctor. Continuing the trend of releasing specials for Doctor Who's anniversaries, come the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who back in 2013, the BBC commissioned The Day of the Doctor. This special was simulcast in 94 different countries, earning it a Guinness World Record. I went to see it in Coventry in 2013 because I was at university, and to this day, I don't think a cinema experience has beaten it. Maybe Avengers Endgame but David Doc was pretty good. The 77-minute special featured the 10th and 11th Doctor meeting, but they weren't alone. The episode dealt with the final days of the Time War, which saw the destruction of Gallifrey and the end of the Time Lords and the Daleks. It's a period the Doctor never talks about, and that's due to an incarnation he'd hoped to forget. The late, great John Hurt showed up as the War Doctor, and it was up to him to deliver the moment, a weapon capable of destroying both races to end the Time War. Billy Piper returned as a manifestation of the weapon, and Tom Baker appeared as well, though he wasn't the fourth Doctor, he was the curator. And bear in mind, this is the first time Tom Baker came back to the show, officially, after leaving the role of the fourth Doctor. The episode was created as a love letter to fans, and that's precisely what it was. It managed to tie up some loose ends, feature a plethora of fan-favorite characters, and introduce the forthcoming 12th Doctor. Seriously, this is why this was one of the best cinema experiences I ever had. When this scene happened, the whole place just erupted, and there has been nothing quite like that. Again, maybe apart from when Captain America got Thor's hammer. But this was good too. For a 50th anniversary special, it did not fail to deliver, and most fans agree it is the best Doctor Who crossover ever made. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.